how do you encourage stewardship in your family and in your own life? Right. And maybe share some stories about that. Some what we've done. Yeah. I want I, so I, I'll I'll start with a story. Okay. Um, way back, way back, um, 1997. Um, we were uh, happily married and dirt poor. One year in. Yeah, and. I was, I was uh, an entrepreneur with big dreams and no money. And I ran a couple companies with a guy. And we, we had a weekly newspaper. It was an entertainment guy. And uh, you and I were constantly late for rent. Yep. Um, <laughs> and the, oh, the stories are getting around that. Um, but... Uh, so, uh, we were at the end of the, end of the month, uh, Chris and I did everything from compiling the entertainment data to building the, the newspaper, to taking it over to the, the printer, to distributing it and also selling the advertisements in it. And, um, so we had paid everything. We'd paid for the printing and all that sort of stuff. And it was, uh, the uh, well, the end of the month, and we hadn't paid rent for that whole month for for our house, you and I. Um, and Chris and I agreed this is the the last day of the month. We're selling for the next uh, the next month because everything everything's paid for. Now we get to now we get to keep the money, but we wouldn't be able to, you know, <laughs> when the new month started, and. I was starting this day with um, with the notice from Al, the landlord, uh, that we needed to pay rent by the next day or we were going to be evicted. Um, so uh, the rent was $600 with the late fees and all that sort of stuff. And um, So we went selling. Um, that that next day, but that was a Tuesday, and every Tuesday morning at one o'clock, I had adoration. Um, so I went to adoration, knowing that it was a long day ahead, and was praying. And uh, I always got a diet coke at the convenience store on my way on my way back from adoration. So I had five dimes. Speaking of dimes, to rub together, five dimes in my pocket. Uh, to get that, you know, 50 cent Diet Coke can. Um, and usually it was a bigger Diet Coke, but that's all I could afford. For <laughs> and um, so I'm, I'm there praying, oh, Lord Jesus, please help me, Lord Jesus. <laughs> you know? And um, uh, very clearly, he said, give me all your money. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what? I know you got five dimes in your pocket. Give me fifty. Give me fifty cents. <laughs> but this is for my diet coke, man. I mean, come on. I got you know. Give me your money. And I said, 
Really? He said, yes, trust me. Okay. So, and I'm, I'm barely two and a half years max into being Catholic this way. And uh, we've been married for a year. And, uh, so I, 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 I walked back, put my 50 cents in the poor box, light a candle. I don't, I had no idea what that meant or anything. I just said, okay, I'll light a candle. And then I prayed a little more and then Dr. Vizi came and, you know, took over and I went back home. So the next day we're doing all these sales and I am striking out everywhere, everywhere. And uh, it gets down to 4.30. I got one last shot and it's a guy that I, who was a client of mine when I was selling radio a couple years earlier, who never bought anything. It was a guy on Northgate who owned a, um, a pool hall. And, uh, you know, it was 4.30, I knew it was open, and I figured, well, maybe I could bum a drink off of him, because I, you know. So I walked in, and Johnny said, he said, hey, I haven't seen you for a while. And he's this old, gruff, you know, old ag guy, you know. And, um, I said, well, you know, so what are you doing now? And I, Plopped the, the guide on the counter and said, well, you know, we got this is going on. And, you know, I gave him a little bit. and said, you know, and, you know, I think we got the right demographic for your ad space, you know, for some ad space. <laughs> of course, this is a guy who turned me down dozens of times in radio. Right. And uh, so, you know, it's getting up on to 5 o'clock. And he said, uh, you know, well, that's nice, whatever. And. He talked to some customers as they came in, you know, starting to fill up, you know, kind of a cheers sort of place. And uh, I'm just standing there like, you know, he hasn't told me to leave, but obviously he's not paying attention to me. And, you know, I watch him. He's all the way down at the end of the counter and he's ringing stuff up and he reaches underneath the tray and, you know, like where they keep the big bills, right? And he walks back to me and he says, give me one of those, those ads for 650 bucks and just worked me up the copy and sent it to me and showed me what it looks like. And he counted $650 in hundreds and a 50 and handed it to me. And I don't know if I said really or if I looked at him funny. I think what I probably did is I grabbed the money and ran. <laughs> because this guy, first of all, never bought advertising. He never bought print advertising. And... He never paid up front. Right. He was always one of these 30, 60, 90 never guys. Yeah. You know? And so I drove back to our place, which is on the other side of campus, and, you know, we had some extra money besides the, the rent. I called Al said, I got the money. I'm bringing it tomorrow. And uh, I called, called Chris, my partner, said, you won't believe what Johnny did. And he was like, that's not the Johnny I know. <laughs> You know, and then of course you say, "Well, see, remember that fifty cents you put in the in the poor box?" And I said, "Oh, man, you're not kidding." Anyway, that's the, the treasure stewardship uh, uh, story, right. and and stewardship really isn't necessarily a one-time give it and get something back. No, you know. No. Uh, we, we, we had been faithful to the Lord, I think, in, in our young married life. And 
really doing all that we could do. Right. In our ignorance. Yeah. In what, yeah. And what we, know, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, so the, the, what that did for us though, is it solidified what we already knew to be true. Yeah. And it, it gave us that um, evidence, you know, um, that, that sometimes we need. And, and God yeah. recognizes that sometimes we need, we need some concrete evidence of his faithfulness. Yeah. Um, we know that he is always faithful. We know that. And we know that his generosity cannot be outdone. We know that. Every once in a while, he gives us some evidence to that. Yeah, he's like, hey, Jesus, hold my beer. Like this, you know? (laughs) And those are miracles. And those miracles, you know, God... God does miracles all the time, you know, every day. Yeah, we keep walking past trees. Yeah. Yeah, there's another miracle. Exactly. You know? um, but, but in the lives of his people, he, he works. Yeah. We... And the, the idea of stewardship is that we work alongside him, that we are cooperators in his grace-filled moments. And... That is part of this call to holiness, this road to perfection. It's being that cooperator of grace that gives God permission to work miracles in our lives. You know, there's a whole lot of people walking around in this world that don't recognize the miracles. But God's working them. Yep. Well, you know, and you, you, you said that it, it it gives us that evidence that sometimes we need, and and that evidence is useful in teaching our family. Right. You know, because our <laughs> because kids are concrete thinkers. Absolutely. And they they need evidence. And they they love that story about Johnny and yep. the 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 super blast fire truck story. Yep. You know, and um. And they know that, you know, mama and daddy have been through it, but have been faithful. And they've definitely seen it in the uh, last six months. swore, you know, have seen it in the last (laughs) six months. You know, we just today sent a thank you card to someone who just out of the blue, just out of the blue, said, I want to give this to you. And... You know, and now rent is paid for another month. Right. You know, um, and and some more. And this this whole darn experience in the last six months has been an exercise and 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 I, and and a test and maybe an exorcise. <laughs> you, you know, um, to to. 
to test our mettle and faith and and uh, and and God has been faithful to that that stewardship that right. you know those deposits that you make along the way and then you think well where's God now and I really need him well you know what when you really need God mm -hmm. he's not going to let you down that's right and when you need God it's you may think you really need him but he just wants you to work a little more you know um, right. because because we have to we, we we have to grow in virtue right and it's it's uh, not a magic pill right and we have to grow in submission that that I told the boys the other night that 13th virtue uh, the submission to the lord's will and right. to to realize and i think maybe back maybe even back in our perfection introduction walk you know uh we we talked no it was on, when we're talking about hope yeah. you know uh how can you have uncertainty without worrying you know well th that's how you have that faith that you're doing everything and that includes stewardship your time talent and treasure mm -hmm. and if you are doing everything and if you are being who you're supposed to be the lord will take care of the rest because that's stuff you can't do and that's right. who you can't be right. but if you're not if you're not being and doing including stewardship including giving of your time talent and treasure to those less fortunate or even to people who will never know that it was you, right. which is what, what this group of men really turned out to be. They all remained anonymous, and yeah. you and I got to hand people, you know. Right, an envelope. Full yeah, of I remember that, that family last Christmas is $5,000. Yeah. You know, and little kids jumping up and down, mama's crying, and, yeah. and you know, you know, dad can't be nothing but humble. Right. You know, what what graces come from stewardship are infinite. And so I, I think you share that, teach that with and to your family mm -hmm. by by practicing it. You can't just say 10% and you can't just, you know, write a check and say, there, I've done my part. Right. You know, I said I get I get I get jealous of these um, uh, Knights of Columbus councils. I see that do all this yeah. service. Yeah. Because I I can't afford to write a check, you know, and that's why I, you know at least the Kiwanis Club that I was involved in I stopped being in Kiwanis Club because it was all you know a bunch of older people who they could write checks so that's what they did right you know instead of the service and I don't I don't begrudge them that you know I you you, you earned that you know right. they, they certainly did a lot of work you know when they were physically capable, capable. right and that that's the that's the thing and that that's that's the point here is to raise our children so that they're willing to work they're willing to serve so that those organizations have manpower right you know i mean at some point a check doesn't do anything 
Right. The the money is not going to. It's not going to get up and build a house. Build a house or cook a meal, or even even buy school supplies, unless somebody actually goes and buys the school supplies. Right. You know. So right. the the that's why stewardship is threefold. It's not just about writing a check and saying, "Okay, I did my part." Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> you, you go ahead, go ahead. That's okay. It's, <laughs> it's sure it's writing a check or putting your, you know, your money in the in the basket to help, you know, pay for the parish's expenses. But it's also volunteering to deliver Thanksgiving food baskets. Right. And it's volunteering to be a catechist or a core team member at, at, in youth group. Right. Or it's volunteering to be a lector or a musician, a choir member. All of those things go together to help make the parish vibrant and alive so that she can welcome new members so that there's a place for everybody to go to worship God. Right. You know, the... And when you express those talents, you meet other people with those talents, which enforces, reinforces the community. Right. You know, and people can share in the joy of their, their mutual talents right. or their talents that combine together for something that no one person can... Right. Can do. So one thing that, that you did before the ministry got shut down was you delivered Meals on Wheels. Right. Once a month. Yep. And at some point you took all three of the boys, either collectively or individually, yep. on, that, on that run. And I went with you a couple of times too. Yep. Nathaniel latched on to that ministry and was like, I want to go every time, He Dad. did, yep. And, and he, he that, misses. He misses it. Yeah. He loves meeting people. He loves serving. He is, you know, he's a really gregarious little guy. And he <laughs> and they love him and his hat. Right. You know? And he, he's a very <laughs> dapper dresser. Yep. And and those most of the people on your route are older. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And infirm in some way, shape, or form. Yep. Yep. And to see a vibrant young man want to come and talk to them. Yep. Because somebody in a wheelchair is very off-putting to most people. Sure, sure. Somebody who's, you know, who's blind is off-putting to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. And Johnny's a double amputee in his, right, in his, in in his, his wheelchair. wheelchair. You know? That's scary for kids. Yeah. Not Nathaniel. And He's got, Boy, he's all like, that's, yeah. how do you, how do you, he's going to ask some awkward questions if we're not careful. <laughs> but, but, you, but no, but Johnny, but, answer, you know, because yeah. Johnny, you know, is always sitting out front right. with a friend of his and they're always talking about his hat yeah. and about Christopher, or Nathaniel's hat and, yeah. um, and you know, uh, and then they're, they're you, you barbecuing something today, you know, right. and, right. and, and, because, and I asked them the same because they always got, you they're, know, they're barbecuing something. something out there. So the. But the point is, because Nathaniel had the opportunity to go do some of this stuff, 
he found a ministry that he is called to, right. that he is, is singularly built for. Okay. Yep. Um, our oldest son, he, they all love altar serving, yeah. but our oldest son is now in college and he's, you know, he, he joined the chapel choir his first semester. Timing didn't work out and second semester went bust anyway, but, <laughs> but he enjoys that and sharing the talent that he has for singing at mass. Yep. And you know, Andrew loves altar serving, misses it terribly. Um, well, and he and Nathaniel helped um, with very willingly and and uh, joyfully helped us doing the RCIA, the adapted, RCIA for children. adapted for children last year. You know, gave up their Thursday nights. Right. And so by exposing our children to these different ministries, giving them the opportunity to serve in different ways, figuring, helping them figure out their talents, that's all conversations that have to be had in order to build this this um, environment of stewardship yeah, a, in your family. A, a, a culture of it, caring, it yeah. It can't be an afterthought. Well, it, it's... It, it has to be, it, it's a conversation that has to be backed up with illustration. Right. You know, and not just, okay, we're going to go do Thanksgiving baskets because we've talked about right. helping the poor. You know, so we do that once a year. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know. Or we, we pick an angel off the angel tree and go buy a gift. Right. Which for is, an anonymous person. Which is a great thing. They're great. They really are. You but know. when you can actually deliver it to the person and yeah. see where they live and how they live. And that they're less fortunate than than we are. Yeah, well, it's like the the lady. You know, we we delivered deliver meals on wheels. You know, well, I, in the hood because that's yeah. the kind of area that I grew up in. So I'm right. very much at home, and it's it it's a dangerous place. Right. Um, and uh, we we walked into one lady. So she, you know, we knocked. She was uh, she was new on the. Uh, on the route and she said come in we went in and uh we told her that you know we were from the church with you know meals on wheels she said oh yeah i called and y'all couldn't help me with the electric bill you know and st vincent de paul wasn't that wasn't work but y'all are you know good people over there and i said to her i said well tell me about your electric bill she said, oh, I got it right here. She said, it's $140 and, you know, we got, you know, and it's going to be turned off on Tuesday. This was Saturday. Yeah. And um, I said, will you hold up? You know, I'm going to finish this route and I, I think we're going to take care of you. She said, oh, God bless you. I said, oh, it's not, it's not going to be me. Mm -hmm. But I believe that I'll be able to put this out to some people and they'll take care of you. And two hours later, you know, uh, her uh, her electric bills cover, and I go in Monday morning, you know, with the cash over to BTU and and pay it. We put a little extra credit towards her next bill. Yeah. 
you know, that's because when you're when you're a steward, not only are you taking care of the regular accounts, right? You know, things happen right in a household, in a community yeah. that require attention, whether they're emergencies or mistakes. Right. You know. Um, and a good steward is ready, able, and willing to take care of it. None of that money for her, I just remember first name was Shirley, but none of that money for her came from us. Right. Well, I, right. <laughs> you know, um, but other, we, we could use our, our time and our talent to bring together the treasure. Right. But you have to, you know, in terms of stewardship, that's, it, it, it's not like it, you run into that and never having been a steward of some sort, you're like, I don't know what to do. I'll pray for you. Which again, that's great. That's great. And, and we definitely need to do that. Yeah. And, and, and pray with them. Yeah. yeah. Um, the... Uh, the effects of being a good steward are it's it's that ripples in the pond you know oh yeah um, as as we give those ripples you know flow outward from us and 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 the ripples from other people you know crossover and yeah come where they and, intersect and, there's know, that they intersect yeah, and they yep. you know and so and and sometimes the ripples combine and get bigger and the so the right now there are a lot of parishes struggling because people just aren't thinking about putting money in the plate because they're not the, the plate isn't coming in front of them at mass right. because they're not back at mass yet or it's or, not they don't want to spread so they're not passing the plate at all right you know or they've lost their job they've right they're in a financial fix that right now they can't give right you know and that's the reality of it is that in a lot of ways, it's not that people aren't giving because they've just forgotten or they're not signed up for e-giving yet, which if you can, please do, because right. parishes still need to be around to, <laughs> to, to, to do the work that the parish does. Right. And, but if you can't because you're in a situation where you've lost your job or your your you know your hours have been cut then maybe find a way that you can share your talent or watch out stepped on a dead squirrel Ooh, dead squirrel um where you can share your time and your talent in a way that's going to benefit your neighbor, another parishioner, your priest, your 
deacons, what, you know, if there's something that, that you can offer and maybe it's salsa and tortillas, yep. you know, um, <laughs> they got a stop sign. Maybe. Um, <laughs> well, and I, the, the uh, touching on time, talent and, and, and treasure and how you can and and you know that example with Shirley was really great because Nathaniel was there he saw the whole process right, right. Uh, happen but if you are if I mean sir, I'm gonna shill and say yeah you can donate to us at holyownedoperator.com slash donate um, and uh, but what I would what I would give for someone who said hey I can give you five or ten hours a week or even a month with website work, yeah, you know, well, that would be so or awesome. uh, someone who's an accountant, you know, as we struggle to, you know, we're we're in the process, you know, we're waiting for the IRS to respond to our five hundred one c three application, but we're right. we are a you know a a, a, a nonprofit a, a nonprofit corporation, corporation in, in Texas. Texas, so we don't pay tax sales tax, you know, anything that a fledgling business needs in terms of help. We could really use right, you know, so and that's that's talent. Yes, and and it will be time, time and talent. Yeah, you know. So yes, it the. But if you want to send treasure and we hire the talent, that'd be great too. You know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, because see that extra time that someone gives us and talent, you know, I mean the website's a mess. On the back end, it's a mess. Right. You know, it's and it's just going to take me a while because we had to throw it all up there. Right. So it looks like throw up in the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put it. And, and I'm messing with it, which makes it even worse. Well, and then, you know, the, the boys are starting to learn a little bit. So they're going to be tweaking. We, you know, we're not, we haven't standardized it for SEO or, or, or anything like that or just in the publication you know, schedules and stuff. Glazing over. Yeah, but oh, the, the point no, is no. our, our, um the the need is, is the need is great everywhere right you know maybe your parish needs help because right now they're they're doing the online mass with someone's phone right you know and they they got the wrong setting right yeah but they don't know it or you know the parish needs help with sanitizing after mass yeah you know. Or when this is all over, they're going to need help refinishing all the furniture because all, all the sanitizers. The sanitizers wiped out yeah. the, the finish. I, I, I said to Christopher the other day, I said, wow, whoever is a wood finisher, furniture person, it, they're going to they're gonna be in, you know, in gravy in the next year because for, for, for a decade, for a decade yeah, yeah. because churches every single church in the in the world yeah. needs their pews refinished yeah and i'm not just talking about catholic churches every single yeah. place of you yeah. know worship yeah. <laughs> that has pews is going to need them refinished yeah. and that's that's talent and that that takes some some serious talent to do it properly so, um, so yeah, you know, learn, learn how to finish furniture, but, right. um, but the, the thing about stewardship is that it's not, uh, put your pennies in and, 
and get your, you know, it's not an ATM. Yeah, and put your 50 cents in and get $650 back, out. you know. Um, and it's also not, if I give this, I get that. Right. It's not a tit for tat. It's, it's not giving, this prosperity right. gospel it's, sort of stuff. Yeah. It's having an attitude and a culture of giving in your own life that mirrors Christ's giving on the cross. Because yeah, none of it belongs to us. Right. So yeah. you're keeping it right. for, for our own selfish reasons or for reasons that right. may not be as helpful can be detrimental. Right. So God bless you in your stewardship as you go forward and give of your time, talent, and treasure. And if you're not sure what to do, drop us a comment or a, a line and we'll point you in some directions that may help. Yeah, just go to the, to the website and look for the Talk the Walk section underneath the podcast uh, menu on the on any any page yep. there, and and God bless Andrew for having to mess with the audio recording now. That's right. <laughs> so there we are. I love you. I love you too. So did you mark how long we walked? Of course not. You have to look at the timer on the. Really? Recording. You didn't. I forgot. All that. I, we I walked like 18 miles. I know. I'm about to drive it. <laughs> Can't drive over some of that stuff. You're going to have to go walk it back. Well, I started out at like 6,000 something steps and I'm now at 14,000 something steps. Ooh. Well, I got an hour and six minutes on recording. Yeah. We walked a lot. Which is probably an hour of walking. Yeah. It's all Andrew's fault. Yeah, it is. Maybe I'll tell everybody Andrew's email address so they can complain to him. <laughs> you talk too much. <laughs>